You're listening to Friarside Chats, and I'm your host, Emma Miller. Um, Father Mike, today I'm super excited for Very two excited. reasons. Very excited. Lots yes. of excitement in the room. Lots of excitement. First, it's because we're talking about Easter. Maybe favorite time of the year? I Yeah, probably so. Absolutely. Probably so. Without um, a doubt. But number two is because we have our second student guest, and I'm really excited. Hol- okay, now I'm, I'm afraid that I'm going to mess this up. How do you say your last name? Doubt. It is doubt. Okay, yeah. that's like how I've always said it in my head. But then I'm Way like, to go, Emma. You can't, you can't, you can't, edit, you can't edit this out. You have to keep it in. I literally could have asked that question 15 it's seconds so ago. Funny. That was yeah. really silly. Holla doubt. Holla doubt. Okay, good, good. That's Excited okay. to be You're here. You're very good friends. Very close. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Well, I'll, I need to know her first name. It's That's like fine. all for our, our main business. I have a hard time with your last name, too. Oh, That's I know. Good. It is. Come on. That's great. <laughs> How do you spell that? Is it one L yeah. or two? Yeah, it's a tricky one. <laughs> well, yes, we are here with none other than Hala Dow. Hala is a senior. I have been working with Hala a lot this past year, and her small group ministry. It's been awesome working with you, I have to say. Thanks. Yeah, I've loved it. <laughs> but, yeah, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I Yeah, like she said, I'm a senior at Duke studying biology mm-hmm. and with a minor in Spanish. Um, I went abroad in Spain, actually, for one semester, which was cool. Yeah. Um, and the plan for the future, next year I'm going to med school. Haven't decided where yet, but... I have some options, which is exciting. She has so. a lot of really good options. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're really proud. <laughs> and of all of Hala's wonderful involvements uh, at Duke University, which are many, <laughs> probably her most prestigious is that she is a member of the Duke Catholic Center Advisory Board. Yes. Oh, I yeah, am. that's, that's true. true. That is. So, it is by far my most prestigious. That's right. <laughs> She's on a board. She's a board member. <laughs> yeah. She's a board member. She's a that's very it. impressive executive. <laughs> I like throwing that around right. at cocktail parties. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a few dates on that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for joining us today, Hala. We're super excited to have you. Um, and, yeah, like I said, we're going to talk about Easter today. So just getting the ball rolling, what are some Easter traditions from home you guys have? Um, we always go to the Sunday morning mass. And then, I mean, we don't have any, like, serious traditions, mm-hmm. I guess, other than going to church, coming home, eating around two or three uh, my mom used to get, like, a log cake when we were little, mm-hmm. but we don't really do that anymore. <laughs> and we still get Easter baskets. Um, she sends mine in the mail. Oh, so. that's so sweet. Aww. Yeah. Are there any special, like, Lebanese Easter traditions or anything? Um, well, we do. Actually, yeah, there is one. I can't believe I didn't bring this up. We do. We call our eggs, but mm-hmm. there's, like, a competition with egg cracking. I don't know if this is – I think this is more a Lebanese thing. I don't know if <laughs> Americans do this. But – Everyone chooses, like, the egg that they think is going to win the competition. And then you kind of have, like, battles with this egg. So if you go one, two, three, like, crack, like, against someone else's, and whoever's cracks is out, and then you keep, like, eliminating people until the champion point egg. point to point and then yeah. uh, butt to butt? Yep, yeah, exactly. I don't think it's Lebanese, because my, my grandfather was German, and we used to do it. Really? So I, 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 yeah. I, I, I have never done this really? before. I've never yeah. heard of, the, like, Oh, the it's egg a big deal. Challenge. Oh, yeah. Would you believe in my family there's a trophy that was ma- that was made in honor of my grandfather's now deceased and at my sister's house they they we they still do it really? all, all, my, all my cousins absolutely <laughs> yes he was phenomenal he could win and he would test the egg he would take the egg and tap it to his tooth pretending like uh, 
you know, that that was somehow he could tell whether it was really going to be a good hard egg. <laughs> I think funny. one year he used marble eggs and we didn't. Oh were actually, it was actually a marble egg and we didn't we didn't know that. <laughs> and he just demolishing yeah, exactly. everything in the house with it. Crushing, yeah. That's hilarious. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, I have to admit we don't have any really amazing traditions like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of Easter baskets searching and hunting for mm. in the house. That was always really fun. My parents are very creative hiders. Um, no, I, and we we always went to the vigil mass once my dad came into the church because it was a really special time sure. for us. Um, just like going back to that and remembering that he came into the church when we were when we were little. Well, you know, what's interesting is that probably most Catholics have never been to the vigil mass. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas you know you may your family. Your dad came into the yeah. church, and then it became a part of your family's tradition yeah. to always go to the vigil mass, which well, is neat. I feel like I didn't remember it being, like, three hours when I was... That's What's what that? I was going to say. The reason I've never been is people are always like, it's the longest mass in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it, it is you know, long, when, but... when you're going to chronicle salvation history through scripture, <laughs> it takes a while, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 5,000 years, you can't tell the story in 147 characters. I'm sorry. <laughs> I bet your boyfriend, Austin, would love it, though, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he might take that as a very strong hint, though. <laughs> this is the master. Everyone becomes Catholic. Oh, that's, uh, that's true. You should come with me. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Selma. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, beautiful Easter traditions at home. Um, what about food-wise? Do you guys eat anything special on Easter? Lamb. You guys house. do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's another Lebanese thing. Also, lamb in general is just really popular in Lebanon. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Is is this going to be everything Lebanese? I mean, we <laughs> yeah. clean everything that is done has to be of Lebanese <laughs> origin. Yeah, Come the on. world the Come world on. revolves around that's this right, country. Right. Well, I feel like most of the American Catholics I knew did not eat lamb for Easter. But when I was, I, I had this group of Italian friends randomly one year here at Duke. Uh, there were a bunch of engineering Italian students, and I spent Easter week with them literally every day of Easter week, and they had lamb every day. Every day, wow. It uh, was. We always, uh, we always had <laughs> ham at Easter. Ham was the, yeah. the big, yeah. Turkey at, uh, at, at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and Christmas, but ham at Easter. So. Oh, you, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, I... You know, since actually entering the Franciscan community, have been more accustomed to lamb on Holy Thursday, Holy Thursday, because it's the sacrifice of the lamb. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I'm sure that there are uh, folks that, um, for the same reason, eat mm-hmm. lamb on Easter Sunday. So, mm-hmm. I love lamb. That's great. I it's... love lamb. Yeah, I have a hard time passing it up anytime I see it on a menu. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what about do you do you guys celebrate the whole week of Easter? Well, what, what's why wouldn't we? Are we going to stop the celebration? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, okay, how, Easter's how, over. Let's go. Move on. Take wait, the decorations. In, in what ways do you intentionally celebrate the whole week of Easter? I, I mean, we celebrate on Sunday, but then, like, sure, if you go to daily mass, you're reminded that it's Easter. But what are some right. what are some other ways that you can celebrate during the whole week? No, that's a great question, and I I, I think um, in some ways, what helps me to celebrate is going to mass every day, and mm-hmm. so to, to for me. It's a little hard to subtract it out, you know, because I love the Holy Week readings, you know, the gospel readings, Mm -hmm. just recounting 
those uh, resurrection. The Easter week reading. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Easter week. Correct. Mm -hmm. um, because the they recount the the apparitions mm -hmm. of Jesus. You know, he's appearing here and he's appearing there. You know, appearing tonight. You know, is Jesus. You know, <laughs> uh, and and just uh, the the amazement of the disciples. And so for me, that that kind of creates a, a kind of a neat spirit that whole Easter week and and some of the other liturgical. Uh, moments, for example, in the liturgy of the hours that that we pray, uh, it's we keep praying the 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 liturgy of the hours from Easter Sunday gets gets repeated mm -hmm. every day of the week, you know, and so that's the only time that that happens. Oh, so yeah, there's it's kind cool. of some neat uh, ways in which we kind of drag Easter out throughout the week. But mm -hmm. other than that, I I can't say. I mean, I'm sure there's just like a a chocolate-a-thon. I was about to say, do you just week. go hog wild on yeah. the things that you... Okay. <laughs> the bunny brought? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of those apparition stories, um, I mean, there's so many of them, and they're always really interesting to me, especially when I think of, like, they don't recognize Jesus a lot of times. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just... What is your take on that? Especially, I'm thinking of the road to Emmaus specifically, like he's walking along with them and they do not recognize that it's Jesus. Well, think about it. I mean, I, first of all, it's my favorite apparition story of all of the uh, places where Jesus appears after the resurrection. Mm -hmm. And it's because of that very fact that it's just two guys walking along talking about, you know, their experience of Jesus and mm -hmm. how, and and he ends up walking with him, and they still don't. They're talking <laughs> they're about him. him. He's sitting right next to him, sitting right next to him, and they still don't. They still don't get who he, you know, that he's there. And I, I think that's so, for me at least, uh, such a strong reminder of every day. Mm -hmm. You know that we, the three of us, can be sitting here as we are talking about Jesus and miss Christ in our midst. Mm -hmm. Miss that. I think that's just a, po a poignant reminder that. Are we dialed in every single day to see the presence of Christ? Mm -hmm. Or aren't we? Are we so distracted? And that's really what happens with them. They're distracted by their disappointment. They're distracted by their grief. They're distracted by their bewilderment. You know, that yeah. that... And aren't we distracted by those very same things and a zillion other mm -hmm. reasons not to see Jesus in the moment? And so, I, you know, I think that... Um, I, I find that particular apparition to be the, the most powerful one for me. And the other is that, you know, they they get talking and there's something about him that they they want, hey, you know, keep walking and he's going to walk another way. And they say, no, 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 come keep walking with us. <laughs> like there's something about him. There's a magnetism about him that they want to be near him. And then once, once they, you know, after the, they break bread together and they recognize who he is and he's gone, then they, they reflect together and say, weren't our hearts burning when he was with us? Like as he was with us, there, there was something about his mm -hmm. presence that made us, I don't know. I get fired up about that. <laughs> you think? Are you, you preaching for you that man? You yeah. can go. I'll just do the rest of the podcast on, yeah, on, the, the, on the road to Emmaus. Yeah. Um, what about you, Hala? Like, um, I know you've been diving into scripture a lot this year. Um, do you have any plans or thoughts on how um, you might want to, to really stay centered and focused on the, the season of Easter after it happens to like keep that spirit alive. Yeah. So honest confession, I usually go to Easter mass, have a great day and then don't really continue that yeah. through the week. Mm -hmm. um, but actually just talking about this now, I feel like daily mass would be the best way mm. to continue it. Cause I mean, reading scripture won't really change my daily routine. So it won't yeah. feel like it's something 
additional, that right. Easter bra, but mm-hmm. um, I feel like I'm usually, like, happier than usual a few days after <laughs> Easter, mostly because I know I don't have to, like, continue my fasting. <laughs> yeah, you're um, but, yeah, I feel like that's definitely something I would mm-hmm. want to do this year. Wouldn't it be neat, you know, we we're all we all get juiced for uh, a Lenten, you know, penance of some sort and we put a lot of time into thinking about it and then a lot of energy into doing it i mean wouldn't it be awesome if we did some sort of easter celebration where we committed you know throughout the 50 days of easter to actually celebrate every day somehow christ's resurrection you know we do a uh, we we publish that 40 for 40 you know 40 different ideas for, you know, 40 different penances. This is such a good idea. We have to do this. We have to do this We now. have to do this. Okay, maybe we can't get it together for this Easter, but we oh, are we're, doing... we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah, I really like that idea. A different way to yeah, celebrate cool. each day. It's like the flip yeah. side of sacrifice. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Celebration. Celebrate. Amen. Good times. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> you are not allowed to say but that. But <laughs> this is an Easter podcast, so we're <laughs> anticipating the hallelujah. That's true. This is coming out Easter week. That is true. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, okay. So that's my, my, my final question that I had planned was how can we remind ourselves um, daily during Easter that it is Easter, but it sounds like we've. We've, We've got, nailed that. We yeah. nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Done. But the other is, I would say too. You know what? Still remembering what are the the dead zones of our lives that still need uh, the light of Christ's resurrection. Mm-hmm. You know that there's there's more new life to be celebrated. There's more um, resurrection to be had mm-hmm. in our lives. Uh, and so celebrating it anew and anew and again and yeah. again. Um, and, and the joy of that, I think, you know, could be one way that we, we find more opportunity to be an Easter people, you know, to be really, <clears throat> yeah. really focused on that. And the other is, um, you know, stupid, we're walking over to, for our recording this morning and Emma was amazed at how, uh, beautiful the the uh, quad looks because they just planted all this turf and she was they rolled it out no it yes. actually does look amazing well I I, that. yeah it's grass that, that'll happen <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's amazing like a carpet water sun you know it, it's it's pretty simple it's nature it's pretty simple nature but you know just marveling in the the just the the beauty of something like grass growing right mm-hmm. and so the convergence of easter at a time in spring over mm-hmm. a lot of the the country you know certainly in the northern hemisphere that's kind of bursting into into new life um, but you know the amazement is the, the the thought that can we cultivate that spirit of amazement that we will rise from the dead yeah that first of all jesus rose from the dead and that we will rise from the dead that mm-hmm. that's that's amazing mm-hmm. that is so amazing and I think sometimes resurrection, oh, great, Easter's like kind of like you were saying, mm-hmm. Holly, you know, there's that we have the day on Sunday and then, you you know, okay, back to school on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, box checked. Mm-hmm. What's next? You know, mm-hmm. but it's pretty amazing that, that we will live forever. We mm-hmm. will in Christ. Yeah. And hearing you talk about this and I love that quote that like we are an Easter people. Um, that was JP2 or something, right? Um why? Why are you grinning at me like? I'm not. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I I think about it so much, um, and I've started to try and take that into the rest of my year, especially as like things in the world look so terrible or 
things are really frustrating in culture or in relationships, I'm like, oh, no, it's okay. Jesus has already, like, won the ultimate battle, battle for us. Yeah. It Like, Easter. Mm-hmm. I think of Easter every time I need some, like, a good dose of perspective when stuff is going wrong, mm-hmm. um, either big in the world or small in my own life. Mm-hmm. So I would say, well, maybe how I asked you this question. If you... And not to put you on the spot, but I'll put you on the spot. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, way to go. If you had to point to one area in students' lives that needs resurrection the most, where they they feel the most the pain of death, you know, and the pain of death in the broadest sense, where they're weighed down, you know, that needs like an area of their lives that really needs resurrection. If there be one of the top Five, what do you think might be one that just jumps out at you? This is actually hard because I feel like there's so many right. that are coming to mind, <laughs> right, right. not because I can't think of one. No. Um, but maybe this is colored by my Greek life experience, but probably just like hookup culture mm-hmm. and um, how romance on campus is perceived in general. Mm-hmm. It seems like a pretty vapid and dark area of life. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that could be colored by my experience, but I just always, the most pain I've seen, like, in my friends or acquaintances has usually been due to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I, I, the reason I ask that question is, maybe that's our prayer during Easter, is that mm-hmm. that area and, and so many others, as you kind of well say, you know, that really need the resurrection, the, the, the light of Christ, mm-hmm. you know, an apparition, you know, for Christ mm-hmm. to kind of walk into those, those moments and say romance doesn't have to be this sort of dark uh, place that... Transactional. Ca- yeah, yeah, and, and that causes yeah. you more worry and concern than causes you joy, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. May, may Christ's resurrected presence be made real in those moments and in, the so, in so many other places where... Uh, where death uh, reigns still, sadly, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, think that's a that's a great insight. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I also kind of just want to give a quick shout out to the second place winner for that <laughs> yes. because I think it's really important. Is um, just like the idea of prestige and trying to mm-hmm. get prestigious jobs or wanting to feel like proud when you tell people where you're going next year. Right. From a yeah. senior's perspective, I just feel like that's a huge weight on Duke student shoulders that like I mean most people I know are going to have a job after they graduate but it's like what job and where is it and Mm -hmm. does everyone here know the name and I think that's just something that people don't don't they don't see how superficial it is like it just they get so caught up in it because Mm -hmm. we're at Duke so we're used to being proud or yeah kind of flaunting this name and then they just want to continue that Mm -hmm. afterwards and can't imagine life without this Weighty name behind. Mm -hmm. Hashtag first world problems. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. For sure. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely something that I encountered as a student and still see sometimes. um, Yeah, I I know you and I have had conversations about it too. Like, Mm. do you just go to the best med school, law school, whatever, because it's the best one you get into, or do you try and find the one that's like the right fit for you? Right. Do culture. And where do you put your worth and value? You go to the best. Yeah. And that's why for choosing med school, I've just kind of had to put blinders on because Mm -hmm. and really be like, okay, who are my friends who know me most, who know Christ, who like understand what I value because everyone else doesn't really matter. (laughs) So (laughs) as brutal as that sounds, yeah. Yeah, for making that decision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, it's it's interesting. I, I've I've said to a number of students, um, and I, I think I might even preached about this one Sunday that um, you know, and who's to say uh, why students couldn't consider ministry in the church? You know, like, but doesn't that have the cachet? You know, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna work for the Catholic Church, like, oh, really? You couldn't get you a couldn't job. You couldn't get another exactly. job. Like, yeah. you know, like some char- I, I feel like that, for right. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, think about it. Talk about getting to live the resurrection in what you do. Mm-hmm. Does it get any better than that? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, in that regard, hey, I look at it this way. I work for the largest corporation on the planet. You know? <laughs> And the most well-known for 2,000 years. There's there's name. Big name. Brand recognition. But but more than that, you know, we get to celebrate the resurrection every day. You Mm -hmm. know, and and you can't can't compete with that. No title, no, Mm -hmm. um, you know, no compensation comes close to being able to celebrate the resurrection every day. Mm -hmm. You know, in the work and ministry that we do. So, yeah, so a lot of goodness there. Wow. Thanks. We got a lot to think about for our students and lots to pray about. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys um, for joining me today for this awesome Easter discussion. Thank you so much, Holla. Yeah, Holla, you were awesome. Way yes, to go. You Holla down. Down. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to demand to come back. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our, listeners, our listeners, our listeners, we'll get a lot of fan mail. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you to our listeners for joining us for another episode of Friarside Chats. Please email me anytime with your thoughts, any questions you might have or suggestions for future episodes. My email address is erm13 at duke.edu. That's a direct line, you guys, so use it. <laughs> for more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Fireside Chats is supported by many awesome, generous, wonderful donors, students, parents, alumni, and friends of Duke just like you. To learn how you can support Friarside Chats or any of the other ministries of the Duke Catholic Center, visit catholic.duke.edu backslash support. All right, see you next time on Friarside Chats. Mm-hmm.